Hi, welcome back to Soul Chat. This is Lauren and Christy, and we are back again after a brief hiatus. I was, um, this is Christy, I was traveling. Um, I was in California um, for my birthday, so we had a little break, but we are psyched to be back with you guys. And we've got a great topic for tonight. Um, tonight we want to talk about confidence and this kind of came from me um, this morning. I've been actually struggling a little bit or a lot with uh, with my own confidence, and I think it's just something that we all go through from time to time. Um, we struggle with with doubts and and fears and and just confidence and beliefs in our own abilities. And so Lauren and I were talking about it this morning, and we both both of us just got lit up by this topic and we thought it would be a really great one to bring to you tonight. So here we go. Hi guys. What's up? It's Lauren. Thank you for joining us. Um, we wanted to talk about the idea of confidence or, um, staying in the place of self love. Um, basically we thought that everybody can kind of resonate with going through a time or a moment where you, are doubting yourself or feeling like not confident about some aspect of your life. Um, and I think that this kind of came up because, um, it's Christy's birthday this <laughs> past week. Oh, and <laughs> so totally calling her out. So by the way, everybody wish Christy a happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, when it's your birthday, sometimes you look back on the year and kind of reflect yeah. back to, you know, what you've accomplished and, um, how far you've come or how far you've not come. Um, so that's when this judgment comes in. Right. And so Christy and I were talking about it today over a coffee about, uh, you know, maintaining that, um, confidence about how far you've come. So we were talking about it and honestly, I was reflecting Lauren's absolutely right. I was reflecting on the year and kind of feeling like what the heck did I do between 33 and 34? And, um, such an old maid. Yeah. (laughs) And feeling like I hadn't really accomplished, um, necessarily my goals in terms of, um, you know, career, maybe even my romantic and, you know, personal life, personal goals. And she kind of stopped me dead in my tracks and started listing off all of the things that I had going for me, um, currently and that I had accomplished throughout the year. And so that really brings us to our first point that we wanted to make here tonight, which is that we are so hard on ourselves that sometimes we really need that outsider perspective or objective point of view to really come in and show us all of the things that we actually have accomplished or achieved. And that's basically what Lauren did for me earlier today. So sometimes when you're going through that moment, the best thing to do is to pick up the phone, reach out to a family member or a friend that you can trust and just kind of run by them what your thoughts are and let them give you that, you know, objective point of view about, you know, what the way that they see you and, and they'll usually knock your thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see that your, your way of thinking was so limited and not true. And you'd be surprised at the way that people see you. It's usually very different than the way that you see yourself. Right. Yeah. And you know, 
it, it, we usually do see ourselves with such a limited point of view and absolutely, like I said, Lauren does this for me all the time, but I love that as an actionable step to, you know, find that friend or that person who can, who can give you that feedback and really that kind of turned things right around for me and opened me up to a, a whole new perspective. So another thing that we were really talking about in terms of confidence that can be a huge factor and one that I don't think we even necessarily realize is self-talk and the types of, of thoughts and talk that we're having inside our, our, our heads or conversations we're having with ourselves all the time. And Lauren, I'll, I think I'll let you take yeah, this one too. So really brought this up. I had this moment this morning, um, you know, listen, it might be a little TMI, but I had a moment this morning where I was getting ready for my day and I'm looking in the mirror and I had this really nice moment where I said, wow, you know, you, you look really pretty. And then the ego part of me came in and said, yeah, but you know, you, you need a little Botox. You need, you have this wrinkle right here. Which is absolutely ridiculous, by the way. Thank you. She's biased, but, um, anyway, so yeah. And then, and then I had this, you know, the other part of me flip and come back in and go, but wait, choose the first thought. So I was keeping myself in check. So I had the first positive, affirmative, you know, thought where I was, you know, um, complimenting myself, Mm -hmm. liking what I see in the mirror, making myself feel good. And then that ego nasty part coming back in and like sabotaging that and then catching it and shifting back to that positive thought by saying, no, no, choose consciously to believe the first thought. Yeah. And I love that point because honestly, that it's a choice. And I think that's what's so empowering about it. And really confidence, anybody who's confident, well, first of all, nobody's confident all the time, but people who are more confident than others, they make, it's because they make that choice consciously to believe in those thoughts and to, um, to foster those types of thoughts on a regular basis. It's a practice and it's strengthening those, confidence muscles that really leads you to being confident, um, on, on the regular really is what it is. And one thing I was going to say is that honestly, when you're feeling your most confident and when you're, that's when you're most in alignment with your true self, when you're actually showing those, the world, what you have to actually offer when you're stubbing out with your most confident, um, you know, your best foot forward, your most confident self, that's when you're actually the most in alignment with who you truly are. Think about it. Think back into a time in your life when you felt really confident and really on and really connected and you didn't second guess yourself. You didn't have to think about what actions to take next or which steps to take. You just instinctively knew. And that's because you're in alignment with that, that higher self, that true self. Mm-hmm. And I was going to mention actually the lack of confidence, the doubts that come in, um, or the fears or the insults come from, you know, maybe what you've seen from your parents or from what you've learned from the past or from society. Mm -hmm. So Christy and I were talking about this today at lunch that, um, 
you know, for women, I think we're conditioned to like dumb ourselves down to be relatable. We don't want anybody to think that we're a bitch. God forbid. We don't want to look like, um, we're like cocky or arrogant. So we like kind of, you know, we're taught to be like demure and modest and, um, you know, basically that there's something wrong with stepping into our power, you know? Um, so yeah, just, you know, that's something kind of to kind of a little bit intriguing, right? When we look at the source of where it's coming from, you know, I know that, um, sometimes I witness my mom, even to this day, not being as confident as she should be. Mm -hmm. Like I look at her and think, God, she's so beautiful. She's such a goddess, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, then she insults herself. You know, I hear her do it all the time, like whatever it is. And, but I grew up listening to that. So maybe on some sense, I, I learned that that's what you were supposed to do. And our parents learned it the way they grew up and really it's all, it's all societal. Um, but again, that just speaks back to the point that it's a choice. And just because we learned one behavior growing up or whatever, um, we can change it and we can shift and learn or relearn, teach ourselves a new behavior and a new way of thinking. And really, if we think about it, how does being unconfident, how does it serve us? It really doesn't any, in any way that any time that we, we again, set forward with our with our most confident self that serves us in a much higher level serves the world in a much higher level than when we dim ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost like we've learned that in order to be relatable, that you have to dumb yourself down. Yeah. Right. Or like to, um, commiserate. Yeah. That's where that word comes uh-huh. from. Like, you know, who wants to be miserable? <laughs> who wants yeah. to, why commiserate? Like, Misery is in the word. <laughs> right. Like if we can just challenge ourselves to have a day, to start with a day mm-hmm. of not complaining about yourself, not insulting yourself, you know, just have Christy and I challenge each other to a week of it. Yeah. We call it cocky week, which we've, which we've uh, referenced in our past podcasts. Yeah. Um, we call it cocky week. It's tongue in cheek. What we really mean is like confidence week where we keep each other in check yeah. and our default go to is a confident, affirmative thought and actions that are based, you know, in that aligned, confident place. And actually, I think it's time for a cocky week challenge. I think we, (laughs) you were about to say it. It's okay. We were, um, we were thinking that it's time for, for ourselves and this is what we do for each other. So I would like you guys all listening to grab yourself a buddy and declare it cocky week and keep yourselves in each other in check. And really, you know, if you're having negative thoughts, you know, reach out to that person. If you notice them saying something negative about themselves or um, putting themselves down, call them out on it. And this is literally what we do for one another. And, you know, again, we spend so much time putting ourselves down and in that, in that other space that we really need to bring it back um, the other direction in order to center ourselves. Yeah. I think a lot of it is consciousness. So um, when I talked before about that moment of shifting my self-talk to the positive, it was because I was conscious of it. If you're not conscious of it, then you can't make the shift. So um, I think a lot of us just kind of go around being kind of like robotic and 
living in that negative victim mentality. But um, when we get really present and we slow down and we breathe, um, then we can sort of catch ourselves and become aware and mindful of these moments. Um, and, you know, really, really think when you have those opposing thoughts, use your emotional gauge, which thought feels better for you to think, oh, you know, I look really good today. I feel really good today. Or the thought of, you know, I'm really fat today or, you know, whatever the thought is, which, which feels better for you, which feels more supportive. Um, and let yourself, give yourself the permission, allow yourself to choose the positive. You know, you're not helping anyone or yourself by choosing the negative victim thought, right? right? right. So um, we're going to give you guys some tools. As always, we like to give you guys tools. Um, <clears throat> and this is a little re- reiteration, but the first one is really just... Um, change the the thoughts and words you're using. So, you know, consciously change the words you, that you use to speak about yourself, consciously start to change and catch those thoughts in the moment, just like Lauren did this morning. You know, we all do that. We might have a, a really good thought and then we have a negative one that comes in to kind of negate it. Well, choose to go with, with the positive, um, and and the labels. Um, change the labels you're giving yourself, people. Yeah, they're old already. Yeah, right. They're old school <laughs> they're old. labels. Yes. Like, really, throw them out, toss them out. Yeah. Like that shit's obsolete. Like coming from like 1985, <laughs> the same stuff that you've been saying to yourself since 1985. Like you've evolved since then. You're not that same person. So skip the label. Get rid of the label. Come up with a better label for you, yourself. Right? Like. Choose something that feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, this can apply to so many things, but, you know, even just, I mean, for me, you know, when I first started out um, coaching and I would, you know, say to myself, well, I'm, I'm an aspiring life coach. Yeah. No, I'm a life coach. Exactly. Like, what makes that difference? Act it's, as if. Act as if. That, that leads us end. into our next point, yeah. which I'll let you take this one. Okay. So basically, um, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer and any other, you know, spiritual coach talks about acting as if, um, or Wayne talks about acting from the end. So if you aspire, quote unquote, to be a writer, you know, you, you function throughout the day that you are already a writer. If you dream about being on Oprah, act like you were already on Oprah. Like you got this, you own this. This is, you know, you are it, you embody it. So you start to act from that place. And that kind of leads into a little bit of, um, well, I'll use a, to quote a Wayne Dyer book, the power of intention. And really that's all it, anything. If you think about anything that you've ever accomplished in your life, it started as a thought first and you had to believe that you were capable of it in order to achieve it. And so that's anything in our lives. So anything that you set out to be and do now, put your mind there already. And I love that, that Wayne Dyer talks about that and, you know, live as though you are already in that space and that place and, and naturally everything will fall into alignment and the world will, the universe will shift to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Another tool that we suggest in getting your confidence, or as we call it, Stella got her groove back. (laughs) So to get your groove back, (laughs) we suggest doing what you love or doing what you know that you're great at, right? So like whatever it is, um, if you're awesome at, I don't know, what? Tennis? Yes. Singing? I don't know. I always come up with tennis because I love tennis. But like, you know, whatever you're good at, let yourself do it even if for five minutes. So this way, like you get back into that high vibrational frequency where you're like, you know, you're feeling back to you, back to your, you know, back to who you are, like feeling really great about something. And not even just, I mean, yes, I love that. The, the do what you're good at, because again, that kind of just gets you back in your groove. It gets you, yes, back in your natural groove, but do what you enjoy too. You know, like Lauren and I were saying, she's probably good at it. I'm not as good at it, but sometimes we just, when we need a little like boost of confidence, just like throw on some music and dance around your kitchen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's got her, her hip hop Zumba thing. And I probably, well, no, I'm going to be confident. <laughs> I look at me. I've got, I've got moves. I've she got twerks. moves you've never seen, <laughs> but you know, just do what makes you feel good. Um, you know, I'll do that. Just throw on some music and I throw on some, uh, some Bruno Mars. <laughs> I get my, that's how I get my groove back. So yeah. that's what I do. And, and so that's another great tool that you guys can use. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, do you want to, so yeah, another thing that, um, we want you guys to embrace is that your quirks are what make you fine as hell. So like <laughs> whatever you might look at as the things that are bad about you, are actually the things that are like the most unique and gorgeous about you. So, you know, that birthmark that you have on your chin, that is what makes you, you and makes Uh, you so beautiful. You reminded me of this a while ago when we were talking about this, but Cindy Crawford and the mole, right? Like it's that whole idea. Like she embraced that and that became her signature look. Essentially that was like her, part of her, her style. So yes, agreed. Yeah. So Louise Hay talks about that. Like no two snowflakes are alike. No two daisies are alike. And, you know, to compare oneself is to shrink one's soul, you know? So, um, you were intended to be different. So find those things about you that are different and unique. And those are the things that are beautiful about you. So, you know, I would, you know, try to shift the thoughts into instead of, oh, this makes me different and makes me stand out in a bad way. Well, no, it makes you stand out in a good way. Yeah. I would own that. Yeah. You know? Um, so we also wanted to, um, you know, throw out the idea of making a list. Christy, you know, has given me homework before to make um, a list of all of my, you know, best qualities or, um, well, I think you know, if you don't mind me. Yeah. I mean, we all struggle yeah. in, in any ways. And I think there was one time that comes to my mind was that Lauren was having a day where she was struggling a little bit in, in terms of a, her being a yoga teacher. And mm-hmm. we do this. We compare ourselves. I do it to myself as a veterinarian, as a coach. I compare myself to other coaches who I feel like, you know, maybe they're a little farther along in their career. Or they're doing things differently. And she was having a moment where she was struggling, <clears throat> excuse me, comparing herself 
to other teachers. And I literally sat her ass down. It was like, no, you make a list, 10 things right now that make you an amazing yoga instructor. And literally within what, five minutes, not even, her energy was starting to lift because sometimes you're just so deep in that hole that you can't see your way out and you can't see, um, the light and you need somebody else to help elevate you and and bring you back to that moment. So yes, lists are great. If you're having a moment where you're struggling with something, flip it. You know, um, there's Byron Katie. I don't know if Lauren, if you're familiar with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she has a great process. It's called the work. That's what a lot of her um, teachings are based on. And you can look her up on the internet. Um, that basically it kind of walks you through a similar process where you take a thought and a negative thought that you're having and you challenge it. And then you actually give proof to the new positive thought. And a lot of times the negative thoughts that we have, we do, we can, we can take it both ways. We can look at the negative and we can accumulate proof. And sometimes that's the way we're living our lives is trying to accumulate more proof to that negative thought or idea that we have about ourselves, but we can do it the other way too. We can take and challenge that and come up with a positive thought and we can find proof to that as well. And, and that can be a really powerful exercise as well to just start to challenge and shift those thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. Another thing that I talk about often in my yoga classes is the idea of self-forgiveness. Um, And not to branch off too much, but I really feel like it's connected with the idea of confidence and self-love. If you keep um, going back to mistakes that you've made or accidents that have happened, um, you know, and dwelling on things that were wrong from the past, you can never get that confidence back, Right. right? So you have to, at some point, forgive yourself, forgive the fact that you are human and that not every moment is going to be Peaches and cream, <laughs> one twelve style, one twelve. Oh, <laughs> Prince, <laughs> yeah, Prince did it originally, and then one twelve did it again. Um, so, um, okay, so yeah, you know, forgiveness, forgiving yourself, and you know, basically screw the need for perfection. Yeah, you know what? And screw the need to having to be appropriate right now. Fuck the need for perfection. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Fuck being perfect. There is no perfect. So we release that need. We do it on the yoga mat, okay? Like your pose doesn't have to be worthy of being on the front page of a magazine. It is the fact that you're there, you're doing it, you're breathing, you know, you're feeling good. Um, So we fuck the need for perfection and we forgive ourselves. That's where we come back into that confidence. So we make a mistake. You know what? We laugh. As long as everybody's still healthy, everybody's still breathing, we can laugh at it. We fall in yoga, we fall out of poses. You know what? We laugh, we come right back. We forgive it. So that's, I think, a huge part. You turn your mistakes into laugh-worthy moments, right? And I don't know, that's how I've gotten more confident in my teaching. Because I've accepted the fact that I'm not perfect, I'll never be. And I can forgive the moments that I'm you know, mess up. Yeah. Um, actually, I think that would be a great topic for our next cast. Yes. <laughs> Talking about Perfection. forgiveness and, and perfectionism yeah. and how it all ties in. So, um, gosh, okay. So we've kind of given you guys a lot. Um, maybe we should recap 
um, the tools that we've given you. So cocky week (laughs) for starters, we're all going in this together. So, um, you guys, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, if we're friends, uh, well, let's be friends. First of all, <laughs> um, yes, hashtag, co- hashtag co- cocky week. We're all doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. It starts today. Um, don't leave out the why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> or do. <laughs> don't. Um, shift the thoughts, um, and start to challenge those thoughts and labels. Um, find that friend who, who's going to be that person for you. Who's going to give you that objective point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, do what you do best. Do what you do best. Do what you do best to do, uh, what you enjoy act as if yes. you are already what you dream of being or what you dream of doing act from that place, act from the end. Um, you know, making lists, mm-hmm. um, for you and your friends, suggest it to your friends when they're going through it and that'll help you. Um, And, you know, another thing is like going out there and helping people that also kind of helps you with your confidence, no matter what it is, holding the door for someone, Mm -hmm. someone drops something, you pick it up for them, Mm -hmm. you know, in any way that you can be kind, that can definitely help, um, with confidence. But also want to mention that a lack of confidence is coming from fear, right? Right. It's choosing the fearful thought rather than love. So it's a conscious decision, like we said before, to choose to live, so to act and think from that place of love and the heart yeah. space rather than that mind, egoic, fear yeah. place, right? Absolutely. So I think that's that'll do it for tonight. Um, thank you guys, as always, for joining us. It is such a pleasure to be here and talking with you. And um, if you have any topics you'd like to see for any future casts, we're always willing to see, um, excited to see what you guys have to say and and what you want to hear. And we'll, we'll do our best to bring that to you. Um, so, so I wanted to close this with a little, um, mindful meditation. So if you want, if you don't want to hear this, now's the time to press stop or pause. Um, if you do want to hang out here, um, then feel free to, to join us. So um, come into a comfortable seated or lying down position and close your eyes. And taking your hands to heart center, bowing your head gently to your heart. Taking a deep breath in through the nose. And exhaling out through the mouth. Going a few more rounds. Inhaling in through the nose. And exhaling out through the mouth. Breathing in love and trust. And exhaling out fear and doubt. Using the words, I am. Breathing in, I am love. Exhale. Releasing it out. 
I am love. And placing your attention on your heart, imagining a white light circling around your heart, bringing light and warmth, healing energy, and imagining this white light radiating out into the universe and coming right back to you tenfold even larger and warmer and brighter wrapping your heart in love and peace and joy Taking another deep breath in through the nose. And exhaling out through the mouth. Opening your eyes. Thank you so much for listening to us today. And we will join with you soon. Namaste. Bye.